Show. I'm Cyrus Rogers, that's Kaunda Chama. We've got a very, very special guest with us today, Akino Motoso, a brother, big brother, man about town, film director, basketball aficionado. What are the titles? Future James Bond, you know, <laughs> Idris Elba, all of these things. Thanks for coming on the show, Akin. Thank you, thank you for having me. Future James Bond's father, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's a, that could be a thing. That could be a thing. Kounder, I would be remiss if I don't also say, you know, good to have you on the show as always, because you know, you are that brother. You are the 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 Robin to my Batman. <laughs> uh, let's just say I, I I am the Superman to your that guy who takes pictures. Okay, so Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen. Everything's going to be one. It's like, yeah, not even another superhero. I'm the guy taking yeah. pictures of the superhero. Um, okay, <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. Akeem, thanks so much for being on the show, man. Look, um, thanks for having for me. those people, obviously, we know you. You're, you're you know, um, a friend and, a, and, and you're actually fam to this post up zone, post up podcast, post up show. Uh, we're, you know, in part of this basketball fraternity. And when you love basketball, especially in Africa and especially in South Africa, you're going to know everybody else who's in love with basketball. So for those people who might not necessarily know, you're also obviously a very famous film director. You're some of your, your body of work, as they say, you know, from Via, Tell Me Sweet Something, The, the, the Ghost and the House of Truth. Those, that's just a snapshot of, of, of some of the work you've done. I'm a bit of a fanboy, so, you know, it's always good to have you on when, you, when you're like, hey, Akeem's on. Oh, you mean that famous director? Yeah, him. <laughs> so let's go into what you're or, working on. Or as you guys, as you guys would say, oh, the guy with the suspect jump shot. <laughs> <laughs> Look, when you we hear that, go that, famous, that famous <laughs> clang of the rim, I mean, you know, what a way to, to announce yourself into the game, you know? <laughs> but, but Akeem, you're working on you're working on something really special in the moment and and that's the Yanis movie you know you've been putting that together you're directing that um tell us about the process of how you got involved with that and also what the experience has been like working on that project absolutely um <clears throat> as an NBA fan and as you guys know we're all fanatic about about the game but also for me fanatic about the NBA and fanatic about the African story within the NBA and so when I first heard of Giannis's story, I remember thinking to myself, man, if I ever made a basketball film, that's the guy's story I'd love to tell. Just an incredible story of perseverance, family and love and, and just, you know, so that was that was back then. So fast. So I didn't, you know, it's not like I, I just put it out into the universe, like, uh, you know, um, and then fast forward, I think it's 2019. 2019, I get off the the, the, the the plane in Los Angeles and I buy the Sports Illustrated magazine and Giannis is on the cover. And inside, there's a, they talk about Disney's making a film about his life. So I kept that magazine um, and I told my agent, I said, look, please, whatever you do, get me in the room. I don't think, I'll, I don't know if I'll get the job, but I'd really love the opportunity to tell them how I would tell the story if I was given that opportunity. And so I kept that magazine by my bedside for a year still by my bedside but i kept wow. it for a year every morning i would wake up i look at the magazine before i go to sleep i look at the magazine 
It was there the night, eventually my agent, so my agent called me and it's coming up to a year. It's coming up to a year that my agent called me, he called me at like six o'clock, 10 o'clock to one night. And he said, okay, they've sent us the script for you to read so that you can come and pitch. He sent me the script at about 10, 15. I finished about midnight. And I emailed him back as like, yo, get me in the room. And so it became this long, it became a process. It took about seven weeks of pitching to Disney how I would tell the story. And after the seven week sort of pitch, I got the job. And, I, and, and, and my life, has, it's just been an amazing opportunity. They've been great. Just, just an amazing opportunity. And, and, and my love for that story and, and that family and everything they've accomplished. Um, yeah, the script is beautiful. Um, the whole team, it's just been an amazing, amazing experience. And then to be in Greece the last six months making the film, mm. to go to the places where he started, you know, in Sepolia, to go to the basketball court where he started to play the first time, to be at the Philatletikos club where he started to, you know, where he played, yeah. and just walk those streets, you know, um, mm -hmm. and be in the place that raised him while we're making this story parallel to him charting history at the same time. You couldn't make yeah. it up. You know, you couldn't make it up. You couldn't. That's why we're all out here with our Bucks gear. These, you know, we're like ripping, like like we're. You know, what I mean, there you go. Uh, that's the stuff right there. Counters is in the wash. He told me already. Uh, Mine's in the wash. Mine's in the wash. <laughs> good man. Good I can. man. Good man. I'll hand over. To, I'll hand over to Counter. But I do want to say something very quickly, and that's you, you said something really important there about telling the African story, which is something that I think Counter often talks about when we're just you know having conversations so counter obviously you got you you want to ask a team something too yes uh, actually it relates to what you just said because uh i'm sure i can you've probably forgotten this but the first time i met you was at the premiere of god is african another one of the great movies that you directed about uh, the story of ken sawarira and we had a chat that night after the show. Uh, we were in VIP. You see how I dropped that? Yeah. We were in VIP. <laughs> he, was, uh, he was in VIP. I don't know if I was in VIP. Well, wherever we, wherever we were, uh, you and I had a had a chat. Um, because you know that's 2003 and a lot has happened since then about yes. the importance yes, of yes. africans telling african stories and and, and i remember we we went deep and we we spoke about how more movies like that and more and you know directors such as yourself should take up the mantle or be given the opportunity to tell the african story and I, and i think to me when i see you doing this it comes full circle from that discussion to to see mm. you telling a great african story I mean, or like you said, of perseverance, of of just determination, uh, of success. I mean, I mean, from the time Absolutely. you started to what has happened now, which we'll get into a little bit later, that story is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Absolutely, and you know, it's good. It's what you're saying is important because also I think we're coming we're coming into a time when you can see there's a there's a there's a there's a call for authentic voices telling the story. So. Let the people who understand the story give them the opportunity to tell the story. Not that not that anyone else can't tell the story, but let's let's look at it from a different let's look at it from within. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's one of the things I credit I credit um, Disney for, and just for, for them backing the story, backing my vision of the story, and working in collaboration not just with them, but obviously Giannis is an executive producer on the film. And just, you know, being clear to him and his family 
that uh, that I take I take the responsibility very seriously of telling the story. Um, it's something that 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 I take very seriously, and that trust um, that they that they that they afforded us, myself and the team, just really 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 crucial. So you know, um, you're right. It, it it's important, and also and we see what's happening in the basketball space with the NBA Africa, with the BAL. So everything everything just it was only a matter of time, and now the time is now. I mean, it's incredible, Akin, because, you know, you hit on so many notes here, and, and there's so many directions I want to take this, this conversation. But what's really in interesting is that let's look at African players in the NBA. And, you know, there are so many who are Team Niger. When you look at the Nigeria basketball team that is at the Olympics now, there's a lot mm -hmm. of first and some second generation Nigerians who are like, look, I have to represent where we're from, you know, and and yeah. that pride comes through consistently. And Yanis mm -hmm. has always spoken about the fact that, yes, he is Greek and that should never, ever be dismissed or discounted, but mm -hmm. he's also mm -hmm. Nigerian. And he talks yeah, about how yeah. it was Greece outside, but it was Nigeria inside. Like, when yeah, his yeah, parents yeah, yeah, were yeah, there, yeah, exactly. Him and his brothers, they were eating all the food from back home. They were being raised that way. Of so course. I guess, you know, it's important to try and have an understanding of that. And, and guess that's where bringing you in comes into play. Because you understand not just the African side of it, but also the Nigerian side of it as well. Because, you know, that's that's part of your lineage too. Actually, and also the idea of growing up, you know, you know, being, coming to South Africa, making South Africa home from the time I was 17. So this idea of your inherited country, you know what I mean? Your the country, yeah. I've spent most of my life in South Africa, I've spent 30 years here. So I grew up here, you know? So that that kind of idea, but also, I think just being obsessed with the stories. And if we think about the story, let's take Hakeem Olajuwon's story. Yeah. Hakeem, Hakeem, Hakeem gets on a, and I hope I get this, I hope I tell the story right, you know, Hakeem gets on a plane and lands in New York. St. John's University or one of these, they're not there to pick him up. He goes outside and it's cold. He comes back inside. He sees a porter who happens to be Nigerian. And he says, yo, look at these three tickets here that I've got. Which one has temperature that's close to home? And the guy goes, <laughs> Houston. The guy goes, Houston. Hakeem gets on a plane and flies to Houston. The rest is history. Like, these yeah. stories are amazing. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? That, that, Serge Ibaka's well, yeah. story or, 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 or Joel Embiid's story or even... Um, you know, Jonathan, who was drafted the other night, or the Kembe Mutombo story. So mm -hmm. as a storyteller, I've always been in interested in the story of the game and the stories of the players, Not, but and especially the African players. So Giannis' story is just such a, it's just such an amazing one. And so, and so when you come to it, I'm really coming to it, like I said to someone, the fact that, the fact that, that they won the championship is great. And whether I was making the film or not, I'll be equally as happy because anytime any of the players from our continent are successful, we know what that means to everyone else, mm -hmm. to the children, to the people looking up um, and so on. So I'm obsessed with these stories, you know? Um, and his is just, his, is, his, his intersects basketball and life in such yeah. a profound way that um, it's, it's, it's not just about the game, it's about life itself. And you could see during the playoffs, a lot of the wisdom he was dropping, being in the moment, being in the present, um, and and throughout, I'll tell you some three stories about when we were shooting and and the Bucks and the Bucks playing. Sorry. So the one was, I remember the morning they beat, because it's morning for us. I remember the yeah. morning they beat 
the Brooklyn Nets. And that morning, I was watching the game, like I watched all the games, like we do, because yeah. a lot of the crew members would say, do you wake up to watch the game? I said, I've been waking up to watch the game. We've been watching these games since 1999. <laughs> we, we like, we've been watching these games. We, we, yeah. we, our alarm clock, our alarm clock is set to three o'clock if you're after so four o'clock in Athens. And so the game finished about six o'clock in the morning. And I and and uh, Disney had given us uh, his um, European, uh, you know, when he plays for Greece, uh, mm-hmm. the jersey, yeah, as a as a as a gift for when we were when we started filming. I put on my jersey. And I went to the beach, rocking my jersey, like, like, did you all watch that game? <laughs> and, then you, and, and the thing about, and the thing about Greece is that everyone wears the, you know, for the most part, you walk down the street, you see people with 34 and all this stuff. So that was the one morning I remember, like, they finished it. My celebration was on the beach, 6 o'clock, 6.30 in the morning, and the beach is packed for the summer. And where my Adeto Kumbo, like I was the one that scored all those points. <laughs> um, but the second it, one right? was, that is it, right? You know, but the second one was um, game five against Phoenix in the final. Mm-hmm. So we all, so usually we all were watching the games like in our rooms or whatever on our devices and then, you know, texting during the game. But that game we decided like, why don't we all just watch it together and at the hotel at the boardroom. So we have the boardroom and we, you know, we could watch, we hooked up the screen and we're watching the game. Now it's come down to the last couple of seconds and, and Drew Holiday has just stolen, stolen the ball from um, Devin Booker and yeah. throws the thing, the alley-oop, all of us are shouting. Now bear in mind, it's probably like 5.45 in the morning or whatever it is. <laughs> and one of the, and one of the, one of the people staying at the hotel, she's like, knocks, she opens the door and she's furious. She's like, do you know what time it is? And I nearly said, game time. <laughs> so we, I didn't. I, I, oh. I, I didn't. So I just said, I, we were all like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. We're watching. And then we're like, why are you not watching the game? Um, you know, yeah. and, and so that was the level at which we were all, those of us who were basketball fanatics on the film, we were like watching the game. And then obviously mm-hmm. the final game when he won with the 50 points, uh, just watching that game and just feeling, feeling, I used to say this to everyone every day on the set. I said, "This we're in the middle of a pandemic. We're, we're fortunate to have work. We're fortunate to be telling such an incredible story at the same time as this young man is making his mark on the world in ways in which those who believed in him knew he would. And what a special time. So, so I, I yeah, so I just wanted to share those with you quickly. <laughs> Whoa, I'm dropping the knowledge, Akin. Jeez. You know, I've got goosebumps. I hope that line is in the is in the film somewhere. You know, <laughs> in the director's cut. We're, we're going to see it in the director's the cut. Commentary. Literally, commentary. exactly. Exactly. I'll tell him. Now, um, Akin, uh, obviously, uh, you you've been very close. You've stayed very close to the NBA in Africa since they they landed. I mean, I remember you did a documentary about the NBA coming uh to to the continent a, a brief docky you you you've also mm-hmm. been involved in working on a documentary about the BAL and i know for a fact you were here you were in johannesburg when the first nba africa game was played now yeah, now one thing cyrus in 2015 yes one thing cyrus mm-hmm. and i talk about is how 
Cyrus literally, he saw potential in that young man. If you remember, he was dunking over grown men. He was, he yeah, was the, man. the, the yeah, older version yeah. of Yanis, the, 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 the slightly scrawnier yeah. version of Yanis. Uh, <laughs> at that time, yeah. uh, obviously, he came here with Tanasis and, and, and the parents. Did you identify something in Yanis at that time? Because to be honest, I just saw him as this high-flying dunker. But Cyrus was talking about him from that day as if he was going to become this champion which he did yeah man i'm with cyrus because because how could you not and i and, and i know you know it's funny because another friend of mine when i when another friend of mine recently was like because that 2015 i said to this friend of mine i said like watch this kid this kid is going to be great and he was and he was similar to he was on the your tip counter there not sure and when 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 they won the championship this friend of mine said you were right i feel like how could you like I don't know, Cyrus. You you know what I mean. Like you could just see it. You could just see it. And he played so well in that game. The that um that I you know that that you just knew it was a matter of time. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, it's the weirdness for me in all of this is that sometimes you see the ability, which is the thing that stands somebody out. And this is a game we we mustn't forget. This is a game that had Chris Paul and Luol Deng in it. You know, mm -hmm. amongst a other yeah. a host of other players. But Giannis, and and you saw this when when he played in the uh, NBA All Star game for the first time, he does yeah. not know how to play hard. So exactly. whether it be in you know these sort of exhibition games or All Star games, this guy gives it hundred and twenty percent. And and as yeah. he's grown, I mean, I, I was lucky enough to to travel in the transport with him and, and his folks and his brother. Mm. the mm. day of, of that game because um, Tanasis was playing in the, in the basketball reporters all-star game I think that that's always been what he's attached himself to is this sense of wonder about how much better can he get now if you look at his game now and Akin I know you've been watching him a lot don't you feel as if he still plays as if he's a kid who's just arrived in the NBA he's just able to do a lot more now well I think if you looked into his um his uh, interview, you know, when he was talking about working with uh, Kobe Bryant, he spoke about mm -hmm. what Kobe said to him in terms of be a kid, be curious, be always yeah. wanting more. And that's what I've enjoyed about, about him. It's just this idea of like, I'm taking it step by step. I'm living in the moment and I'm going to keep on pushing to like get to the places that I want to get to. And I think that that's what you recognize. And that's why even then, even, even, like when you watch him in that, in that, the culmination of all of that is 50 points, 17 yeah. of 19 from the free throw line. They, nobody on that floor could stop him. They could not yeah. stop him. Not and when you went, they just couldn't stop him. And, and, and this is after two MVPs, defensive player of the year, most improved player of the year, multiple everything. Yeah. And it all comes together in this beautiful game to win the championship. I think he's like he he's definitely the blueprint of hard work and determination and being in the moment. That's what I really appreciate. The being in the moment. Yeah, being in the moment. Now, speaking of being in the moment, I can uh when you walked the streets of Greece and and obviously for some of us who who, who, who know his story quite a bit or a little bit more than others. Uh, we don't want to give away too much of what might wind up, you know, on that screen. But he, he, he had his fair share of trials, trials and tribulations. I mean, I, I, I remember where, where, when, you know, he speaks about his past. We, we, he speaks about it with fondness and love, but he also 
points out that there were the struggles, you know, at home, struggles, you know, uh, on the streets and that. But how did you feel walking those same streets? Was there a certain Yanis energy you could feel in there? Or, or, or did you maybe, you know, adone his presence or something, you know, just to get that authentic Yanis feel when you worked on the project? Well, what was important, and it's good, I like what you're saying. What was important to, to me was to, how do you take the spirit of, you know? So when we, the first thing we did, the DP and I, Cabello, Tate, uh, amazing DP. When we got out of quarantine, when we got to Athens, the first place we went to was that court in Sepolia where he started playing. So I was like, that's the first place I want to go to, where it all started. And then I want to go to the next place, which is the Philadelphia's uh, court. Because that's where a lot of the pictures you see of him as a young man were taken, right? Yeah. And then I wanted to walk the streets of Sepolia and all these places. Just walk in the streets. So the, my first couple of weeks in Greece, once we were out of quarantine, was to, was to, was to walk the same roads that they would have walked. Not that I know that he walked here, but the idea that if you lived in this yeah. area, mm. Mm. I want to see the things. I, I, I want to really try and osmose like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was it was a way into the story. It was a way into trying to get into what happened. And then obviously, the beautiful thing about this project is that, like I said, he's an executive producer. So having access to speak to him and what he brought to the team and what he brought to the story uh was also helpful uh not and not just him his family um mm. so you know we would we we he was we were really able to get the authentic story and then our job as filmmakers is to translate that into the movie that it makes sense that it feels and it resonates as 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 their experience and to share to everybody what the experience was like growing up in Greece I mean authenticity right that that's basically it you want to it almost is like a a, a weird play on on sting's englishman in new york because he's like a nigerian <laughs> in greece in but in Athens. Exactly, in Athens. so yeah um one of the things and, and i think maybe this will be the last Yanis related question before we move on to to a couple other topics is that he's the greek freak and they call him that because he is a freak of nature his length his athleticism. How the heck do you cast that? Because you're not just looking for like an, a, somebody who could potentially look like a basketball player, but they also have to have the length and the height and all of those things. So that must have been quite a pressurized thing as well. Because can you imagine it's like, okay, we need somebody who looks like Giannis that isn't Giannis that also acts, but can convey some of these things. That must have been pretty tough. Yeah, you know, it was it was part of the it was part for me. It was exciting. It was that was the challenge. So it was very exciting. And Giannis himself, you know, he sent out a tweet. So we did an open call. So he sent out a tweet saying, "Hey, we're looking for unknowns, uh, uh, fresh faces to play to play me and members of my tweet. family." So he, he sent I out that tweet. And, you, know, forward. But, you know, the grace and the beard might have been the. the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might have been the challenge but um you know and and we saw we saw a number of contestants you know and and just it was so touching to see people from all over the world from the continent from everywhere sending in their tapes to be honest 
And we were so fortunate to get Uche, who plays Giannis in the movie. And Uche is just wonderful. And and for me as a as a as a basketball player, it was really important that we cast someone who could play basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And could act and 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 have the emotional intelligence and, the, and and what we needed from this character. And Uche just uh, was just amazing. And just it's his first film. And uh, and he's I can't say enough about that young man in terms of his preparation, how he entered the zone to become and embody Giannis. Uh, it's just it was just beautiful for me as a filmmaker to watch from when we cast him to the shoot and just watching him embody this man who, like I said, at the same time was also going through really historic uh, moments. So it, it, mm. it took a couple of months, but we emerged with the best. And Uche, I can't wait for people to see Uche's performance and what he, or how he embodies Giannis uh, in the film. Now, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, just like, I can't wait. You know, the problem is the wanting to get into a time machine to watch the movie and then be like, okay, right, <laughs> we watch the movie. But then once you watch it, you, you know, you'd be like, okay, I can't watch that with fr- with new eyes all over again. So <laughs> I'm really excited about it. It's going to be good. No, um, for, Kanda, sure, for sure. I know we wanted to talk about uh, the BAL because yep. I know you touched on it. Um, and I think you also had another question um, with regards to projects around the, B- uh, the Basketball Africa League as well. Mm. No, ba- ba- basically, uh, yeah, uh, I-, I wanted to find out f- from you, uh, Ikean, obviously, I-, I know you're a basketball fan. I mean, you're from our generation. So, first of all, I'm going to assume you're a Bulls fan. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Michael I Jordan. I knew it. I, I knew it. So, so you 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 have been watching basketball for a long time. You 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 watched around the time that the likes of Akim Olajuwon came on the scene. You know, everybody from Luo Deng to 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 the current crop. You know, we've seen them come into the league. Uh, mm. How how did it feel? I mean, from for for you as a fan to see the NBA set up. A, a, a sanctioned league on the continent and, and for you to be involved in so far as even making a documentary about it yeah man it was amazing because as you know as you both know the journey of basketball on a you know for us especially when you love something you like you can't wait for i remember the days when the only basketball you could watch was the this week in the nba that cnn used to do that was like from 12 midnight to 12 30 on a sunday that was the only yeah. basketball you know they show you the little clips and so on. So, and we know about all our players and everything and, and everybody. So, to see Amadou's vision and what he's done and, 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 and how it has grown was just amazing. So, I, I wish I was, I wanted, obviously, I couldn't be there to watch those games because I was making the movie. But I, I really wanted to be there. My team didn't do very well, Rivers Hoopers, but we'll come back. We'll be back. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, but you'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back. Um, but but to your point, again, and being involved with this documentary, which is directed by Teboko Malope, which is, which is you know, re- um, covering the first season of the BAL, it's history in the making, you know? And again, as a story, what a story. A story of all these teams, the different cultures coming into play, the kaleidoscope of Africa, and the fact that, like I always say, basketball is life, which is your tag on this as well. But also, it's an opportunity for people to understand the different facets of the continent, the different languages and cultures, 
the different music, the different approaches to the game, and just the story. And so that really excited me. And, and when the opportunity presented itself to be part of the documentary team, I jumped at it. As a fan, I was there, and as a filmmaker, again, it's like both things. You get it's more than basketball. You're not just talking about the teams, but you're talking about the journey of these teams. You're talking about, you know, people who have waited for this moment their entire lives. Uh, mm or new youngsters seeing it as an opportunity to go somewhere. So I just, I was so excited and so happy uh, for everyone involved, yeah. I mean, that's a great thing though, Akin. And, and you know, it's amazing where sometimes your your passion for a sport or, or a thing can put you in a space, but you don't realize that the other thing that is also your job can then meld together. and. You know, Absolutely. I mean, that must have been a really amazing thing for you, and also potentially for J. Cole, who uh, you know got to live out his his hoop dreams. Um, and <laughs> yeah. there's really hope for all of us. So I do <laughs> think, though, <laughs> more shade from the House of Cyrus. Uh, so bad. <laughs> we we need to do a separate podcast, House of Cyrus. <laughs> and this week in House of Cyrus, we're looking at yeah, other shade. A, a rickety building, but but the other thing, and, and I mean, I, I've thrown a lot of shade, though I do think, though, it was it was an incredible experience to see him be part of something that was also, you know, a, a great thing for the continent, because we got to see basketball get its, its spot in the sunshine globally, not just a league for Africans that will be seen by Africans alone, it was a league based in the African continent for everybody else to also enjoy. And, um, you know, Absolutely. when we saw the light, I mean, it was when Zamalek and, and, and Monastir are facing off in, in the final, you're watching mm. great basketball, not just some guys who, who started playing. No, absolutely. So, I think, you know, so do, absolutely. do you think that this is the, that, that perhaps, you know, we should see more marketing around? Maybe we should see, the, you know, the likes of, of Monastir, Zamalek and Rivers Hoopers jerseys everywhere proliferating the continent. Do you feel that's the kind of thing absolutely. we should be seeing more? Absolutely. And I think that you will see it more because again, this was held, you know, similar to the bubble. It's, it's all these things that, you know, we, we needed to get the first season out. So we got the first season out. The next season is the, is the key one, right? So season two, what's season two looking like? And the more, the more we've seen it, like from the, those, those exhibition games you were talking about, 2015, all Africa game, 2016, 20. So I look forward to more, more basketball. And, and for me, what's always important is that once people can see it, so it's like, okay, I have something to aim for. So these kids, not not the three of well, maybe not the three of us on this call, but <laughs> no. but when they set up when they set up the BAL Veterans League, hey, then we can go. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but, but these kids growing up, they can go. That's an opportunity for me. That's an opportunity mm. for my family. And there's also room for new superstars there. And that's yeah. what's exciting about it. And I think this next season, this first season was great. I think this next season is going to even be more and more. And it just keep on growing. And then, exactly. then it's like, you know, then it's like, as we all feel, how dope it is. You can already see, you know, Charles Bassey from the Basketball Without Borders. There's so many, there's so many things that have happened in isolation. Mm. And now suddenly there's this league that hopefully brings it together in a way that makes sense. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm I'm there, and I, and and this time around, I want to be at the game. Watch, <laughs> don't fall. And we also want to see exactly. an African team, or Southern African yeah. team, at the very least. You know, at the very least, Southern African team. 
come look on, shame. Man. I mean, come on. It's it's like we're forgetting that there was a Mozambican team involved. But um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and, and Angolan, Angolans were involved. So you know, oh, sure, sure. But I, I think you, we, it's it's about the growth of the game, and it's also about the professionalism of it. And I think that's one of the key things here. Um, Kanda, I'm going to give yeah. you the the final question of the evening. Um, and make it a good yeah, one. <laughs> it's, going to, it's going to be a great one. Uh, you know, I, as a basketball fan, I mean, and you know, it's a basketball show. I just wanted to find out your impressions of, of the of the season that just ended, the NBA season. I mean, I mean, it started with all the fanfare. And if you asked me at the beginning of the season which Cyrus did, I said it was going to be a Brooklyn Nets, Los Angeles Lakers final. I I was saying Lakers in seven. And then what happened happened, right? Yeah. <laughs> LeBron couldn't see the second round of the playoffs. Kevin Durant was wearing size 28 shoes that stepped on a line. Just things were happening. Uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the beard was playing on one leg. Kyrie broke himself. It was just interesting. But what what, what, what is your impression? Because I know he broke himself and put himself back together. Yes, yeah, yeah. This was yeah, like the six million dollar man. He broke himself and yeah. put himself back together again. But what are, what what are your impressions? Obviously, the the season has come to an end. We're looking forward to to to, to a new season. You know, starting yeah. soon. And I mean, I think you can maybe even add on what you've seen in the in the free, in the free agency free. week. <laughs> but but your, your impressions first of the season that just ended. Yeah, I think it was an amazing season because also coming out of the bubble. A lot of the questions about the safety, what would it mean in terms of, mm. yeah, like, like, you know, people going in and out of the COVID protocol, well, how would that affect games, the play in tournament, which I absolutely love them to keep that, yeah, you know, uh, um, um, I think that, you know, so again, what's the story of the season? The way I was looking at it was here's a season, again, that's trying to do something in the middle of a pandemic. They're, they're negotiating, navigating, and can they pull it off, you know? And so to watch the NBA do that, and at the same time, launching the BAL. So, you know what I mean? Like, so for me, those things were working. And then, you know, because we were making the film, I immediately, I, I felt like, I, it's like when you speak in the universe, I said, the Bucks are going to win. Because mm -hmm. that's the only thing that makes sense to me while we're making this movie. They're going to win. And it yeah. didn't matter. It didn't matter when they were down to or whatever it was. I was like, they're going to win. And that was really that was my that was my mantra the whole time. Every time I said, "Like, what's it gonna win? What's it gonna win?" You know, like if we lose, I remember there was a, there was a, there was one of the guys that you know, as you meet them, they're like, "Ah, oh, we lost last night." I'm like, "We'll be fine. Don't worry, we'll be fine." <laughs> um, but I'm really impressed with the NBA and, and happy that they were able to navigate uh, that and look forward to this season, this coming season. I mean, like, talk about your <clears throat> let's reload. Talk about your reload. <laughs> exactly. That's it. That's it. And and um, think, you know, it's you. You've got to talk about free agency though, because the Bucks won it. It's been incredible. We saw PJ Tucker drink the champagne. Now he's going to drink the Kool Aid in Miami. Um, <laughs> you know. So, what do you think about what's happened in free agency? No, I think it's exciting. It's always exciting when you know these pieces move. Kyle Lowry to the Miami Heat. You know, the Miami Heat, I affectionately call them the Nigerian team, our second yeah. team, because, you know, <laughs> um, and I think, that, I think <laughs> that's the Nigerian team. Um, so that's an interesting, you know, what they're doing there. Uh, I think that the, the, uh, the, the, what the Bulls are doing, 
Like that's also like Demar Derozan there is like because hmm, everybody expected him to well at least that was the talk that he would end up in Los Angeles. Carmelo going to the Lakers. I think it's going to be fascinating. I'm still yeah I know you are. <laughs> I still say I still say I still say whoever comes out of the West Bucks and six repeat. You heard it. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. I don't know though, but I love it. I love it. It will be incredible. Um, I think we're going to have to wrap it up there. Counter, thank you so much for, no. for doing this. Yo, before we do. wrap it up, before we wrap it up, I don't want people saying I'm a Yanis hater and I didn't bring any Yanis <laughs> stuff to uh-huh. the show. So I just want to bring these up real quick. Oh! They say, Coming to America on the, 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 the free one. one. I, 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 couldn't, I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't raise my foot during the intro, so I thought, you know. Uh, your knees. <laughs> well done. Yes. Well done. So I'm I sure during the show, it. you noticed me grimacing. I was actually taking them off. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Both are in gel for those joints. <laughs> I just, I'm also to you guys, also to you guys, just as my brothers and friends, like, congratulations on the show. Keep on doing what you're doing, spreading the word about basketball. You know, I can't wait till we're all together again on the court, uh, shooting hoops, no. talking trash. Um, so I salute you and the work you're doing as well. You know, it's, uh, it's all part Thank and parcel you. of the greater story we're all doing, documenting the game for those who love it and those who are coming after us. And, Thanks and again. Thank you so much, man. <laughs>